Hey everybody, this is Farts. This is Chris. This is Corey. And this is Jack, and this is the only podcast that matters. Hi. Oh, hi. Hi. Hey. <laughs> oh, hey. It's been a while. It has been sure. a while. <laughs> is that from anything? Or no? no? Okay. It's, it's just from the, mind, from the mind it's from of Dan. Dan. Yeah. All the best things are. So welcome to BossCast, uh, which basically... Is because all of us are or have been bosses in some capacity, and obviously everyone has dealt with bosses in uh, any job. Uh, even if you're self-employed, you're still serving somebody via the customer or the audience or whatever it is you do. So we've all had to do it, but the four of us have been in supervisory and managerial positions, so we kind of wanted to chat we a bit about that. ruled with an iron fist, but then it was taken away, and we got nothing now. Or you never ruled with an iron fist, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> Corey tries to, but I try, but then Jack's a pushover, because they all just go to him afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> Corey does with an iron bottom lip, yeah. a pouty lip. <laughs> Corey gets pouty. I think it works. Then he gets in trouble. I think cause... it works in my head, but ultimately it does not. Jack, you're Corey's boss. Yeah. What's oh. that? What's that like? Wow. No, it's a I, lot of things. I, I was I was it's the boss of both of you. Every way. No. It's delightful in every way. No, Jack Corey's him. not that bad, that. but there's times where I want to strangle him because oh, he makes my wow. job harder than he has what to. What do you do? Complains dick. about everything. I don't complain. I only complain to him because I know it pisses him off. We but I always to... do it anyway. Shut up. Let Corey speak. I, I always do it anyway, but I always just give him a hard time because, well, it's Jack. We need to make sure we're doing this. We need to make sure we're doing that. Well, you're able. You're an able-bodied person. You can do it, too. Yeah, well. I can. Except for you. We don't mark an X through people on the break sheet. Oh, Jesus Christ. What's of all the sheet? things that you Okay. Have. So, on our break sheet, we of have, when we send people out on about. break, you're supposed to, when they're actually on the break, that you have to put a line through it, like half of, a, of, half of an X through it. Like so one line from corner to corner, so you know who's currently out. currently okay. on break. Every time Jack comes up, he just marks everybody off. Because I know they're on break. And now, and, I, and, that, and then he leaves, and I'm coming up, and I don't know who the hell is on break. I have to go find them all, and I'm trying to explain this to Jack. He's like, I don't have time to look at this. I don't have time to think about this. Well, you don't have to think about it. You make one half of an X. I just had to think about it. What's I just Jack it. busy doing? That he doesn't have time to Well, think, I'm busy actually walking around the work center instead of Corey standing in one spot looking no. at everybody. Holding I, up the Coke cooler? I, yeah. I know. I don't do that anymore. <laughs> I don't do that. It's funny because there, there was a good four times I walked in the store where you work and you're just leaned up against the coke cooler and I was like, God damn, it's a good thing you're here. That <laughs> <laughs> thing would be flat on the floor if it wasn't for you, Corey. Was it like a 15 minute break? Yeah, people most of the time. Minute. Yeah. Okay. It's like, oh, they're on break. I don't even think about it. I just put an X and I go on with my day. Confused. And do all the other Corey. stuff I have. You learn nothing from me, Jack DeFranco. <laughs> <laughs> but that's okay. I didn't train you. <laughs> You tried to, but it was prevented. I know, yeah, unfortunately. As I said, I was Jack and uh, Corey's boss, and Co- Jack, rather, is now in the position I left. And uh, as a result, yeah, Corey is now uh, in Jack's it previous It took Corey position. to get a while there, unfortunately, but... Uh, Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> well, unfortunately... There, Corey was passed over. It was... By a dipshit. <laughs> Corey, everybody but you is a dipshit. No, we can't. no, that fucking kid who got hired instead of me was an idiot. He was. I can vouch. Oh, I know who. I know exactly who it was, and I spoke up about that person getting promoted prior to me leaving. Yeah, that was a bad idea. But that didn't matter, and we're not obviously talking about that. But we certainly have had to deal with a lot of annoying bosses. Yeah, I mean, Dan, I know you've been pretty irritated lately with a a good portion of your bosses, and you've kind of been shoved into the role 
where you suddenly had people under you. Yeah. You didn't actually apply to be a supervisor. No, it was you just didn't... like, you're it. I was like, well, what? <laughs> yeah. They just kind of like, yeah. you're in charge of these people. What the f- what? what did you say? Yeah. yeah. yeah exactly. For no, after not applying for it, you got no extra pay. No. You just kind of were not thrust into this position. Like, all right, well, you've, yeah. you've lasted like four months already. So yeah. we're going to put you in charge of these six <laughs> people. You won the pool. Six people. We pulled your name out of the hat. <laughs> <laughs> it seems like it. Yeah. Over time now, since you've had to deal with obviously the people who, who work for you and then the people you're working for. Right. I know that's kind of gotten to you a bit, especially lately. Very, very. It's just the managers I work under, I mean, they're nice people. It's just they're very incompetent. <laughs> Sounds familiar. <laughs> very. Like, okay, like, for example, uh, one of my managers made a schedule that she was going to sit down with everybody and see what we do because she, she has no clue what we do, but somehow she's in charge. Um, Sounds about right. Yeah. So she makes the schedule, and on the training schedule, it's like, oh, I'm going to sit with Daniel tomorrow, which is Thursday. And then I'm looking at the schedule. She was like, is she retarded? Does she not know that I'm not on? I'm not working tomorrow? You know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to even mention it. Not even going to mention it. <laughs> oh, I can't wait to see somebody's face when she comes in. Where's Daniel? Oh, this is supposed to be tomorrow. Yeah, this is supposed to be tomorrow. <laughs> Oh, that's even better. La, 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 la. Oh, where's Daniel? Oh, silly me. La, la, la. I mean, she's she's that much of an airhead. Is this now? Is this the same manager? I know because no, we're, it's my manager's manager. Oh, even better. Yeah. So, oh God, it's just awful. Because you were, them, yeah, them you were too. explaining to me last week how you were. Looking because where you work, they they have kind of consolidated summer hours because right. of, of business and all right. that. So you're doing four ten hour days instead of five eight hour days. Right. So you've been off Thursdays every week, and because someone else has the day off, another supervisor has the day off on Thursday off. You're trying to switch and go to Wednesday. Right. So that way there wouldn't be two people off on one day, and someone right well, would at least be there. Thursday. Yeah. My whole motive was just to. I wanted to hang out with you guys last Wednesday. I guess. When yeah. We were going to the yeah. beach, Ocean right. City. I wanted to see if I can just switch Thursday to Wednesday because we have nine people on our team. None of them do summer hours anymore. They can't, they can't do it because they don't have time or they just don't want to work 10-hour days anymore. Right. Um, so I was like, all right. So the, the thought wouldn't even come to my mind. I would never like pitch this to them. Hey, can I switch my days if, if it didn't make any sense? You know? from, the, from the business yeah, side of, of it. Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, so I went to my boss at 7 a.m. on Tuesday. I was like, hey, um, is there any way I can switch my day off to Wednesday just for this week? No. <laughs> that, that was a response. It was like talking to Andrew. No. <laughs> no. And I was like, well, well, can I just take a PTO day and we just pay time off? No. <laughs> like, no reason, like... Gives me no reason why. It's just wow. like no, <laughs> I'm busy. No. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's it, it's just that's stupid. Yeah. And then that's her boss is the one who's allegedly going to be shadowing you tomorrow. Yes. <laughs> that's going to be fun. Yeah. That, in a in She's a syllable. Wow. Don't you love that when upper management comes to watch on you? And- totally clueless. Yeah. I mean, for instance, I I had a boss in 
a store I used to work in who we had, since I was a department manager, I had rotating uh, weekends off because it it's a retail, so you have to work on the weekend sometimes. But. And they have to give you some sort of break because of they course, can't you to death, even though they'd like to. Oh, yeah. Uh, they absolutely would. But I had opposite weekends off from my manager. So I would be off the weekend he works. He would be off the weekend I works. And I'm only spelling that out in the simplest terms because this shows you how little he paid attention to that. For It was at least a year. And I would come in Monday morning after having the weekend off while he was there. And he was asking me what's going on with this display, what's going on with this, what's going on with that, what happened to this. What is, and you were here. I wasn't. I have no idea what happened. Why don't you tell me what happened, and why did you let it get this way? Because you're in charge of the department, too, and the more than I am. And usually, well, you should be telling me what happened. You should, be, you should know. Yeah, you should be on top thrown, of your area. And this, this, is, is your- this is Jack and Corey's current boss, and unfortunately, he's one of those people who, no matter what, he throws it back in your lap. You can't actually ask him anything because, one, he doesn't know because well, he's, he's clueless. And he's never wrong. Yeah. <laughs> or he'll just say, well, I, I would ask... The department. Manager. I would ask the department manager about that. It's like I'm coming to you because I don't. I can't tell you how many times I, I heard that from him, and I was like, I'm coming to you because I don't know the answer. I'm not coming to you because I, I have nothing else to do. And his answer: You should. You should. Yeah, exactly. Well, where am I supposed we're, to find we're not out? Getting anywhere? So yeah, you exactly. Help me, please admit that you know nothing. Sign, <laughs> sign the bottom of this napkin. <laughs> I wrote out, I know nothing. If you just give me your signature, horrible documentation. So we can make yes, this. Yes, it is. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just something like that, like oblivious bosses. We've all had them. Yeah, I've had one boss who was the biggest cheapskate I've ever known. I, w- I used to work in an, uh, an Italian ice store, and this guy would bitch about everything in terms of paying people more and just doing the bare minimum in terms repairing of repairing the air conditioner. I remember yes. this story. We talked about. We may have talked about this on Jobcast previously. Which yeah, where I ha- where we apologize if we're doubling up on stuff because Jack and I were in the, the two Jobcast episodes last summer, but. Regardless, the stories are great, so go ahead. Or I went outside and sprayed a the air conditioning unit with a hose. <laughs> to cool it off? Yes. <laughs> what? <laughs> the last summer, I worked in this Italian ice shop. Right. Because I wasn't coming back for more of this punishment. He didn't want to fix the air conditioning because there was some sort of legal, legal mumbo-jumbo with another place down the street that owned the, the building that we were in. Right. And he was trying to separate and put the franchise across the street. So this building was falling apart. We had no air conditioning, and we were lucky to still make Italian ice with the with the repairs we had that summer too, which he was going to spring for because you know he has to keep his business alive somehow. The air conditioning's not working, and I sweat profusely on a cold day. Yeah. <laughs> so it was Jack summer. breaks a sweat getting up off the couch. <laughs> it was, He's uh, got that permanent sweater on. It's got to be hot. Well, yeah, well, some animals are for keeps them cool, Corey, but I don't think Jack's one of them. No, no. Of my kind, Corey, yes. I, I sweat profusely, and I never, I'm never, i never comfortable. Anyway, that summer, it was 2005. We had record-setting heat temperatures. It was like 105, 106 on like a good week straight. And, and even when it's not hot, it's always humid here yeah. in summers in Jersey right. or so schizophrenic. <laughs> his idea was, well, I'm not going to repair the air conditioning. So we had these little windows that you have at normal ice cream shops that you you know, stick out the window. There's no breeze. So it was just, and it's just straight humidity. And I'm dying. I went through three shirts in one four-hour shift. What? Yeah. That's ridiculous. And we had a visit that day. You jealous, Corey? No. He shouldn't be. <laughs> Nobody should be. But we had a visit that day. And I was wearing – I switched from one shirt to – the shirt was from last season, the 2004 season. And I was told by the woman, you really can't wear that. And – 
not even noticing that I was covered in sweat from the top of my shirt to the very bottom. I was it was disgusting. And she's like, and she actually said to my my supervisor, the franchise owner, "Is Jack sweating?" <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I fell in the shower. No, he was hosting. It he came from a fundraising car wash. <laughs> <laughs> so I switch into the third shirt. It's a polo, so it's a polyester polo, and I'm. It's, it's so even it's worse. Thicker material too. Yeah, it, it's worse. And the girl at the counter I was serving at the time, she said, "Are you sweating?" I'm like, "Yeah." She's like, "Oh," and she kind of gave me that look, like, Ugh, "I don't want to eat this ice now." After I gave it to her. Oh uh, yeah. So it, it was bad, <laughs> and he didn't really want to repair the air conditioning at all. Sometimes it worked. Sometimes it didn't. The times it didn't work, I would have to go outside, and this was his suggestion: go outside, <laughs> take the hose, and spray the cooling unit with the hose. To maybe get the air conditioning to to, oh, to cool down the unit, yeah. so hopefully the air would get cooler. Now I'm no electrical engineer or anything, but I know water and electricity don't mix, mix at all. So I probably could have been blown halfway across the highway at some point, <laughs> and my boss would have been like, "Hey, where's Jack go? Did he leave yeah. early? No, he's dead. Four stores <laughs> <Yeah>. over." <laughs> Uh, he should have changed his shirt. <laughs> but anyway, he was so cheap, and I remember when minimum wage went from like. I guess it was like five fifty to six fifteen. He's like, yeah. I gotta pay these kids bare minimum wage, and I, I hate. It. I gotta pay them six fifteen, and they don't deserve any of it. Like, are you fucking kidding me? You would say this out loud. Yes, that would be ice to the face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, f- really. Here's some Fuck sweaty that. ice to the face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you should have whipped your shirt off, Jack, and just used as a towel it, and snapped smothered him with it. It was awful, but I was pretty much the manager there without being a without like, being like you, one. Dan, being right. not the official manager, right? And running the place and watching and being in charge of five 16-year-olds who could barely scoop ice cream and put it in a cup. So I pretty much ran the place while he wasn't there. And so he can go out and have sex with his girlfriend or go to dinner or take his dog to the park. or How many summers did you do this? Sit in air conditioning. Two and a half. Two and a half? Yeah, I came in mid-July in 2003 and I should have left. Oh, okay. August 2003, (laughs) but... I couldn't wow. get hired wow. anywhere else. That's... It was my first job, so no, I, I know the feeling. That's ludicrous. That's I used to visit. Awesome. I used to visit Dan at McDonald's when he used to work there. That was that was fun. <laughs> oh yeah, and then I quit. Yeah, no, yeah, we we, we did get that story. Yeah, on payday. Yeah, <laughs> can I get my paycheck? Yeah, see you later. And, you, and then you didn't even go in. Yeah, it was. That was awesome. It was hell. He made me reach into the dumpsters to pull the garbage out to put it on the side of the street. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, are you? This is a real thing, right? You can't just get a garbage truck to come into the parking lot and dump it. <laughs> wow. Nope, just reach into the dumpsters. So I would wash from head to toe, like just. Well, no wonder you wash two times a day. Yeah, <laughs> been traumatized. Yeah, it was disgusting. I remember one time one girl came in and she did that and she didn't wash her hands. I was, and I was like, "Go get your ass back to the sink right now." <laughs> Ah, oh, wow. That's yeah. awful. It was awful. <laughs> that's uh, And it's a, it's summer, too. And like yeah. you said, with no air conditioning, it's inescapable. To just... So I took free oh. ice. <laughs> I kept stealing Italian ice. Oh, I can't blame cool. you. It's like, yeah, I paid for it. <laughs> with my sweat. <laughs> Literally with my, my sweat. blood, sweat, and tears, I paid for oh, this ice. Fuck that. Yeah. What's the worst job you've ever had, Corey? You've had a, a couple different jobs. Um, I've only had a few. I worked I worked construction for two months. That was, really? Yeah. That wasn't too bad, but that was right out of high school. But that was just pretty straightforward. I just carried wood. I was <laughs> actually, you know, bet, what? bet you did. You know what? That was because I was afraid of heights. So they always stick me in the most awkward positions where I would be terrified. And that's when I actually figured out I was a, I was afraid of heights. 
they were building a two-story house, or they were building a second story on the top of a garage. Right. And, and I'm up there with my wood. Single. Yeah, I'm up there with my wood. And it was keeping me balanced. No. And, uh, <laughs> so in case I fell off the roof, I land on something solid. And yeah. boing, 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 boing. <laughs> Just like Tigger. Okay. <laughs> and I'm the only one. They had to judge how high the rafters would go, so they had me stand on the second story, which is the second story wasn't actually made. They just they made the garage and they put some what is it uh, one quarter inch plywood on the ground just enough so they could walk, but it's pretty flimsy. And they had they put a ladder on top of that, and then they had me stand on the very top of the ladder and hold a big old plank above my head so they oh, could judge God. where the they could judge where the the rafters would go. Right. And by this time, I'm shitting myself. <laughs> I'm like. <laughs> I never wanted to do this again. So after that, I told them I don't want to go up there ever again. So they so you shit your clearly, pants and they fired you. Clearly, no, no, they didn't fire me. But the go foreman, home. the foreman was clearly upset that he, they hired somebody that's afraid of heights. So he put me in the worst possible jobs ever. They said, "Here, go take all these three quarter inch four by eight plywood flooring, and you're going to shove it up to the roof." This is what they actually made the roof with. So I had to carry it over and then balance it on myself and then push it to the roof. Were you the tallest guy? I, I was taller, yeah, but okay. I had to slide it up Were the ladder. Were you the biggest guy? No, the foreman was pretty darn big. Okay, but he's the foreman. I'm talking yeah. about just regular The grunts. Employees. Yeah, the grunts. Yeah. Okay, that's why. Well, no, even that. <laughs> the foreman would get up there on this little itty-bitty little board and bounce around, and I'm like, how the fuck is he doing that? <laughs> it's magic. He'd be, like, bouncing down this board, and he'd only show up for two hours a day because he was going to college. I'm kind of on your <laughs> boss's side. That's only Either you way. Like, that's only because you don't like Corey. That's fine. <laughs> I still didn't like it. I mean, one time they had me actually cutting part of the rafters. I was cutting the straight edge of the rafters that fit together on the very top. And they nailed in five of the rafters. And then all of a sudden I hear this, what the fuck? And I'm like, oh, God, what happened? I'm looking up. Maybe someone fell. No, apparently I cut five of the rafters wrong. And they had to now nail them off, like rip them out of the, oh. out of the house. Oh. So no. my here comes the the guy that's in charge. He's not the foreman, but he's like the junior foreman. He's in charge when the foreman's not there. He comes okay. down and he's really nice. I was in, I was like working with him. He's like, hey, but I understand this is not kind of new for you and everything. But we're gonna go ahead and send you home. Go ahead and go <laughs> home for the rest of the day. And I'm like looking people. They're pulling knives out of their back of their shirt. And I'm like, I'm gonna go home. <laughs> Breaking Bye. whiskey bottles. <laughs> I'm gonna go home. And eventually they just uh, they got done with the house. They got far enough with the house they didn't need. Uh, the framers anymore because the the company that we were with they no, just that's had, what they told you they had specific teams <laughs> they had framers they had cement people they had the, the everything so we were done with the framing we were done and they just never called me back that, that was, was the worst experience. that wasn't the worst I mean I worked in a uh, in a call center for a couple of years oh that'll that's soul destroying for pharmaceuticals and that oh, was that's awful let, let me explain this each company has a program most pharmaceutical companies have a program where they can people can apply for free medication if they fall under a certain criteria of poverty right and it's sometimes it's very difficult to apply for those programs so you'd have to fill out the paperwork mail it in then you have to call double check what we did is we streamlined that through the internet and that's what our company did we partnered with pharmaceutical companies and we help people fill that information out so we get people calling all the time requesting help and then we also get the people who call and complain which I don't understand because we're doing our job and they're getting free medication, but they still want to bitch at me about how they're not getting their free medication quick yeah. enough. We had this one lady. She called in and she said, where's my medication? 
and I'm I don't let me look you up. I looked her up. I'm saying it should be on the way. It's it should be another five seven days. It should be at your doctor's office. That's not good enough. I'm tired of this. I'm suing you, and I'm like you're gonna sue us for free when you were giving you free medication. Good luck. Yeah. And I'm sending you our my phone bill for having to call you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I had, you know what, I had someone say something really stupid like that. Uh, if I told the story before, forgive me, but I, I truly don't remember from over a year ago if I mentioned it. But there was a guy who came in bitching at me. This is another story because he was having trouble putting this grill together. He, he said, I tried for two hours to put this grill together and it's impossible to put together. I want my money back and I want to be reimbursed for my time. Now, yep. he didn't have any credentials for being a professional grill builder. <laughs> And based on the, the half-ass job he did with this one, I can't imagine he would have been successful at it. But I was like, w- what? What the hell are you talking about? I mean, I didn't say it, in the, obviously, in those words, right. but like, are you kidding? Are you kidding me? Who gets reimbursed for the time? You couldn't put it together. It's not like the thing. It's it's not a, it's a not Lego effective. set. Not, yeah, yeah, totally. Like, yeah. It's not, it's not our fault you can't put it together. Keep trying until you blow yourself up. Well, I want to speak to somebody else, all that. you know, Because I, of course, said, no, like we can, I, can, I can refund you your money. Uh, or maybe I didn't even say that because it wasn't defective. I may have even denied him a refund. Right. I don't remember. This is a good, like, seven, eight years ago. So my <laughs> the manager who was, who was closing the store that night, uh, I went and spoke to him, and I said... <laughs> I said, so this guy wants a refund for this grill that he couldn't put together, and he wants us to reimburse him for his time. He hasn't specified a rate, and he is able to kind of see the return desk was inside the the entrance uh, foyer in uh, in the front of the store, and he was he kind of saw the the box on the grill the guy bought, and he said. I bought that same grill. It took me a half hour to put it together. <laughs> I said, great. Why don't you go talk to him? You tell him that that's what happened. And uh, yeah, we'll go from there. And um, I, I don't remember what the final result was. But yes, some ridiculous demands like that. A reimburse for your time. Well, how, much, how much do you make? How much Here, do you give really Give me your think? watch. I'll knock it back two hours. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's just something stupid. I've had people d- d- ask for, for dumb requests like that at, at various times. I've had people request for their gas money back because I have to drive all the way to the store five miles to your store. Oh, I heard that. And I need gas money back. Uh, nope. One's gas was like, three. well, yeah, you why, owe me because you, you sold me. Why can't you this over the phone? What? I had the store. I don't, I don't know if I mentioned this uh, either in the past. I'd, when I was a senior in high school, I worked at Old Navy uh, in a mall. And the location's right below a food court. And there was a, a Chinese restaurant just above us. And their grease trap leaked. And it was dripping all over the store. It stunk. It ruined a couple thousand dollars worth of clothes. Wow. And to straighten everything out, to, to one, clean it, two, replenish the merchandise, we closed for two or three days. I don't remember exactly how long it was. This is 12 years ago. Right. The store was completely closed, and people were so ridiculous coming up to the gate, demanding returns be made. And trying to purchase, I need to, this one woman was trying to return something. I need to return. It was like a twelve dollars shirt. I need to return. This. I'm leaving for Europe tomorrow. What the <laughs> fuck are you worried about returning this shirt? <laughs> return it when you come back. Like unless you're going to Europe to to plant yourself and you're now never coming back. Forget the twelve dollars. Like if you're that concerned, go to another store. But yeah, well, more people got pissed. It's like, look, it's something totally out of our control. If you want to go upstairs and yell at the people who run the Chinese joint. Yeah. That, yell at them because right. it's not it's we're not fault. we're not closing because we're just not up for this right now we didn't it's not, it's not like we set up a tv and we're like nope screw this we're not doing anything <laughs> we're or, for chinese food yeah or, or closed early for like a store party something like that the store's flat out closed because 
the place stunk like grease, obviously from a uh, from a grease trap, and a bunch of clothes were ruined. We'd sort out the the bad clothes, which were rewashed, and if I remember correctly, they were washed or cleaned as best they could, and then donated. They weren't just tossed. Right. But put it back on the shelf. It's fine. No, no, it's no, a no. new tie dyed. Oh my design. god, this it stunk so bad. I only worked one of those days, and they were good enough to to buy us pizza. Everybody took a kind of a group break together, and we went to the place across the. The mall, and then we had a couple of pizzas, uh, which was cool. So it was nice that we got we got paid and we got dinner once. But people were just I can't remember every single situation, but I remember several people came up trying to make returns, trying to buy stuff, asking if we have this size and a certain type of jeans. It was like we're fucking closed. <laughs> All right, Can you smell that? Yeah, go to the Gap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, go to the Gap. Same thing, different price. That was ludicrous. <laughs> I had a customer once come in. Now, I don't remember what they were complaining about, but it was something ridiculous, something that I couldn't help them with. And when I told them I can't help them because their, their, their request was so ridiculous, he asked for a manager. So I called my manager. My manager said he'll be up in a moment. So we're waiting. Now, I'm awkwardly standing next to this guy while he's fuming, and I just keep... I'm I'm silent at this point. Oh, see, I, I always walked away if they wanted to speak to somebody else. Well, because he he, I'm not, was, and I'm not blaming him. I'm just saying, point, me personally, I wouldn't if, even stick if around. I didn't if I didn't stick around, he probably would have turned to a cashier and decapitated him. Right. And <laughs> I didn't really want them to him to start yelling at a cashier because it might have been a cashier issue. So I didn't want the cashier to feel the brunt of it. But so I was waiting, and my manager was taking taking a little bit of time. I mean, I don't. He's probably doing something. I don't. I don't know. He was doing something. He was coming up. But he wasn't coming up quick enough for this guy. And this guy just kept saying, <laughs> why isn't he here? I need him up here now. This is ridiculous. And he finally comes up, and I'm pointing at him. He's right over there. He's coming up right now. And he storms over to him. He starts talking to him. And he comes over in close to my hearing range where I can kind of hear what's going on. He's very upset with me that I wouldn't help him. Now, my manager is saying that he can't help him. And he tells my manager that he needs to discipline me. In front of him, well, <laughs> <laughs> you oh, need to discipline your employee in front of me. <laughs> now, I, thankfully, uh, my manager looked at him and said, "There's no way in hell I'm going to do that." Which awesome. I applaud him. Awesome, that's I'll good. I applaud him, and he and when he started, he started storming out, and he walks, looks, he stops by me, and I, I'm like, "Have a great day, sir." And he turns around and glares at me. Awesome. I had a similar situation, Corey, where there was a new cashier on. And the kid was like a second or third day. And when you're a new cashier, it takes you a little while to get the used to the register with all the buttons and all the just not trying to double scan something as simple as that. The kid double scans something or no, I'm sorry. He used the wrong payment method, which happens frequently. And this guy came and just was complaining and complaining and complaining about this kid. I'm like, all right, sir, I understand. And what I had to do was refund the order onto their original credit card. And then resell it to the one that they wanted because they wanted to do a split payment of some sort. One right. credit card to the debit card. And I had to refund it and then re-ring everything manually. Now, sometimes when that happens, the system isn't set up to do it on the same day. Sometimes you can do that where you avoid it and then you can just bring back the old transaction. It wasn't working. So I had to manually re-ring the items. And this guy, the entire time I'm doing it, is complaining. He's calling my cashier an idiot. And I'm like, sir, I understand that you're really 
upset about the situation, but you don't have to call anyone an idiot. You don't have to call anyone stupid or useless. And say, no, I'm the customer. I could say what I want. I'm like, well, you're not making a pleasant situation. No, you're making this a worse situation now. I'm like, look, I'm trying to help you as best as I can. You don't have to say anything. I could say whatever I want. I'm the customer. <laughs> I'm just saying in the store, it's not polite. I don't care what's polite or not. You're making this a worse situation for me. And it just, I'm like, you know what? I would have told him to leave. I did. Like, look, I'm going to get this done, and then you can leave. So I did, and I said, here, have a great day. Bye. I I can't stand that when somebody just – I understand sometimes you get frustrated. You can't get your way. Something gets screwed up. As bad as the situation might be, you don't come down on someone called me an idiot, stupid, Yeah, you don't be disrespectful. It's somebody's – regardless, whether they're competent or not. I mean, I've had people who worked under me who are pretty incompetent, but – you don't insult them, and you don't want to make right. it look like you're agreeing with the person. Like, yeah, that person exactly. is an idiot. Fuck right. them. Yeah. You're right, right, sir. He is a I fucking hate, idiot. I hate when customers insult people. I hate that so much. Yeah, I've, I've had to deal with a few people. I almost wish, sir, I've heard horror stories from different people that work for me and about how people were so rude to them, and they were making, they were swearing at them, and I'm like, why don't you tell me? Where <laughs> yeah, was like, I? Yeah, don't say something after the fact. Tell, tell me <laughs> when I can do something about it. Tell the manager. It. They come over, and they'll deal with it, and they'll tell them to leave. Yeah. I had some woman who was yelling at my cashier because some the person before her left her items at the end of the register, and she said, it's your job to take care of them, and she said, excuse me? Like, she didn't hear her. She said, excuse me? He's like, why are you being rude to me? Sir? She called me over. She's being rude, and she's like, I didn't say a thing. She said, she should be in charge of this. I'm like, miss, I understand. I'm sorry that there's stuff on the belt, and I'm, she probably didn't get to it right away. I apologize. Well, you, whatever. <laughs> Fuck you! <laughs> <laughs> oh. I hate when people get that indignant when it's just like, well, it's your job, or you should do this, you should do that. Like, I wasn't here. I don't know the situation. More often than not, you're going to side with the person who works for you because you know them, unless they're a complete fuck-up. Chances are yeah. <laughs> you're going to side with them because if some customer comes in with a chip on their shoulder, like it's it's not your responsibility to fix that and to kiss their ass, I've, especially when someone's being insulting. I've, oh, I hate that so much. Yeah, especially I hate when people that insult the first cashiers. 30 seconds of the transaction, like, oh, this person's the asshole. Yeah, yeah, totally. I, I, I had that happen more times when I was in charge of, I mean, there was a, a period after I got promoted, a whole gaggle of like 16, 17-year-old young ladies were cashiers and... Oh, like if if any any of them got called stupid or by the customer, of course they'd like a lot of teenage girls would would cry and get really upset and and whatnot. And Walk but away. that's just so uncalled for. Oh my god, I hate when people do that because like why? Unless they did something truly stupid. I, I mean, I had a kid. <laughs> Which I mean, it's hard to even define. I can't even come up with something that would make me like actually insult somebody I don't know. I like, had a kid it, say to a customer, "You're pissing me off." And I no, had to pull him off the floor. Like, Dude, I understand. Nice. It's holiday season and we're all stressed. But please don't ever say that again. It's common oh sense. Oh, my God. Yeah. Wasn't, wasn't there someone who used to work at the store who said over the walkie, someone come up here before I beat the shit out of this guy? Oh, what, what? happened was what? what happened was there was a guy who he was he was a big dude. He was tall and he was, let's say, bulky. Um, so, like, he was visibly intimidating. And we, uh, I'd say cleverly, decided to train him uh, for the service desk to deal with returns. Because people are are more likely to go off on a, on let's say a petite teenage girl than they are a big dude. That's just, come on. We all know people like that. Son of a bitch. No, I'm not talking about you, but okay. (laughs) But yes, anyway. So, (laughs) hey, that guy complains. (laughs) He's perfect for for a service desk. (laughs) He'll talk so much they won't even want it. They'll just give up and leave. This will be great. No, this dude, um, 
some old man was giving him lip. And and seriously, like I got that story from other people who were It's always the from, old people. Yeah. I'm sorry, it really is always the old people. Other people who were there did verify, like, no, the old man was being stupid. But this guy uh picks up the walkie and calls us. Of course, answer like, Yes. He said can you come over to the service desk because there's an, there's an old man over here and I'm about to kick his teeth in over the walkie and as hilarious <laughs> as it was he had to be fired because there's no you, you not can't written up. you can't do that uh, no he he was he, he was new once you get yeah I mean everybody has like kind of a I think every yeah but he really didn't it. threaten him you, yeah but you but can't he wasn't a threatening you man can't it's a, you can't that's a, that's that's suggesting doing something physical to a customer. You can't. Right. You can't do that, especially if he'd said it one on one instead of over, <laughs> over a walkie system where everyone in the store can hear it and where it's be. I mean, the, the walkies were open. It's not like everybody's wearing headsets. Right. Um, like at Old Navy, we wore headsets. Nobody had a, an open walkie. Like that mm-hmm. was a. You just you you couldn't have one. But here, since all the walkies are open, that means everybody in the store who was within earshot of a walkie heard this guy say it. So a collective you can't, gasp yeah. around the store. <gasps> You can't very well let a guy let anybody get away with that. That's speaking, that's crossing a line. Speaking, but that's how, that's what happened. I was working and I heard that transpire. Speaking of walkies, that was like nine years ago. We had a we had an incident with the walkie. I guess either someone had a walkie that could tap into our channels. Oh or, God, this or, is hilarious. Or had a had a actually had one of our walkies, <laughs> and they were somewhere either in the store or close enough to the store where they could actually speak and listen. And uh, over, all of a sudden, over the walkie, we hear. I forget what he first said. He said something about "I love pussy" over the walkie. <laughs> I love pussy, <laughs> and then all of a sudden, dead silence. And we hear one of the other the store managers say, "Everybody go to channel two. and everybody went to channel two. And all of a sudden, the next thing you hear is "Channel two loves pussy." <laughs> <laughs> and I'm dying laughing at this point. And I'm just like, "This is the greatest day ever." I of remember course. you texted me. That's that's hysterical. <laughs> and uh, I mean, since she, uh, the manager, proceeded to threaten the cops, calling the cops, and we never actually heard anything. So I'm surprised that actually worked and scared the person off. But I had another incident months ago at Christmas that same year where I heard someone call the store manager. We have uh, abbreviated names for the store manager for the company we work at, and they said uh, whatever the store manager. They said yes, suck my dick. I heard over the walking, like, what, what, what the hell is this? And then she said, because she was like, what did he say? Like, yeah. And then the next day. Because you don't think someone actually said that. You're like, no, there's no way I just heard that. No. And you didn't hear anything the yeah. rest of the day. Well, you can tap into it. It is a frequency. People can tap into it, I guess, if they have a, a radio they, that can cross enough. frequencies. Yeah, but I'm saying if someone want to play a prank, I'm sure they can. Because yeah. plenty of stores use walkies. Kinda hope so you can just kind of prank loads of stores. <laughs> kind of hope it happens again, though. That's pretty funny. That's fine. The, the I Love Pussy one's the funniest. Oh, my God. <laughs> I wish I was there for that. Channel 2 loves pussy. Actually, it was the day after you <laughs> left. I think that happened, too. Oh, yeah? yeah? Could be. So, Dan, now that you're finally in charge of people, how have you found that? Is it good? Actually, Is it bad? None of the above? It's it's none of the above. Yeah? Because people, all I hear is, Dan. Dan all day. Dan, Morse code. Morse code. Dan, Dan. How do Dan? How Dan? 
Oh. I actually hate that being pulled in seventeen different directions. It's a supervisor <laughs> remix, and then the supervisor comes out and starts screaming and yelling because the printer nobody pricks up um, their stuff from the printer when they print stuff. <laughs> and then she's like, "This is why we lose all the technicians' paperwork. Who does Wisconsin?" <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I do Wisconsin. She's like, well, you can't leave all this stuff. I was like, oh, that's great, but it says Michigan on there. <laughs> Dan does like, Wisconsin. And she was like, uh, well, well, who does Michigan? Stephanie? And I pointed right at her. <laughs> Stephanie does it. Yell at her. <laughs> oh, God. Is it, is it more dealing with the bosses? Yeah. Than, it's, than it's dealing with awful. your techs? It's an email. They constantly send me stupid emails. I had a tech go out to one of a job site, and a customer um, he was kind of screaming and yelling because his frame was cracked. It was a manufacturing issue. It was our fault. Our tech did the best he could to fix the frame. So it gets back to me, and I'm getting yelled at the customer. You got you effing ridiculous. Blah 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 blah. I was like, I do apologize, sir. I'll, you know, I'll, I'll try to get you know, a new window. Um, I can't promise you, though, because you know, I have to go through a higher authority to approve this. Yeah, you have to go but through I, your I, channels. I got it approved. I or you know, I try. I can't order him a new window through the system because I'm not authorized to. Mm-hmm. So I asked my manager, "Can you get this window ordered for me for this customer?" I don't hear any response for a day or two, and this customer is calling me. So I email mm. the the manager again. Please, please <laughs> get this window ordered for this customer. And then she copies me on somebody she sends to tell somebody to order the window. She's like, I don't know why Daniel can't order the window. I think he needs a whole new window, maybe. <laughs> oh, oh my God. What? <laughs> and I'm reading the email. I was just like, yeah, yeah, yeah no shit. <laughs> oh god. Oh. And then and then and then there was another email where there's a there was a call that was escalating. So she emails me and one of my coworkers who helps me do the Midwest now. I don't do the Northeast anymore. Mm-hmm. And she emails me and the guy's name is Michael Wilson. Okay? But she emails another person named guy wilson so she's like in explaining everything to me mm-hmm. and copying this guy guy wilson <laughs> <laughs> and this guy nice this, this guy wilson he was just like what what the hell are you even talking about i was just like oh i do apologize i sent this to the wrong person but it's more than once that she's done it oh uh, really is and it just same last name or completely unrelated people? it's just unrelated oh, wow. it's just so awful like so incompetent what boggles my mind is she doesn't know who's scheduled to be on the phones or who's scheduled to be off the phones. So she comes she comes to me, starts yelling at me, Oh, you better watch your team. I was like, Well, this sounds don't so you familiar. Have yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or sometimes she'll come out of her office like, If you're not scheduled to be on the phone, blah 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 blah. I was like, Shouldn't you have this schedule? Yeah, because you're a day or two, you asked us Who's who's on the phones? Because we gave her this. I gave her the schedule. Right. I gave you the schedule two days ago. How do you not know who's on and who's off the phones? And she comes out every day. Uh, who's on the phones? Who's on the phones? Corey, this sounds so familiar, this, yeah. doesn't it? How the hell do these people retain their <laughs> yep. jobs? What do they do? 
no idea. <laughs> it boggles they my blame mind. other and people. It, and well, yeah, you're held responsible for the for the failures. For their and they will. Yeah. Every know, time I go to my manager, I'm like, um, uh, he's like, "Did you hear about this?" And I'm like, "No, I'm sorry, I never heard of that once." Duh, Jack made a mistake again. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, Jack forgot to tell you, and Jack's like, "I never heard of that either." <laughs> Like no, I didn't get that. Yeah, ridiculous. But I have outside salesmen calling me, like from, you know, from like the Midwest, just telling me how much of an idiot boss I have. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, he's like, no, I, you know what? She's a freaking moron. I fucking hate her. God says blah 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 blah. <laughs> like, I, I want you to handle this, and I want you to, I want you to email her. Copy, seek, you know, blind copy me so I can throw her under the bus because I don't want her in that position anymore. <laughs> well, at least you're not all alone where it's like, I'm sorry, they're in charge. That's it. At least you got somebody on yeah. your side. Yeah. But that everybody's saying that not one person thinks they're doing a good job. Not one. <laughs> wow. That seems all too familiar. And they're still yeah. there. And then some of my coworkers, I haven't not done, you know, scheduled the Northeast in. Maybe six months, or maybe not six months, maybe three months. Okay. And then, like, this coworker is just coming up to me. Hey, um, hey, do, do you have uh, this technician's paperwork from, from like two months ago? Why? Where is it from? Oh, it's in Manahawk in New Jersey. I was like, why, why the hell would I have it? I don't, I don't do the <laughs> Northeast anymore. Well, I figured just because you, you did the Northeast. Yeah, three yeah. months ago. You might still be keeping When track. were we out there? <laughs> oh, two weeks ago. Why the hell would I have it? <laughs> you just want to shake people. Do you know anything yeah. about <laughs> your fucking jobs? Oh, my God. You ever consider talking to the person who's actually in charge of that? <sighs> so ridiculous. Yeah. There's even people I've been peers with who... like I've, I had an email recently from somebody who said they were going to run a contest... In a certain department, you sell the most certain attachments or item, you win a contest. Throughout the entire email, she writes, I'm running a context. <laughs> oh, wow. 17 context. times in this email, I'm running context. a context. The context will entail. <laughs> like, how did you get to you? Yeah. Do you? How the hell? And the, she one of those people who says supposedly? Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Fucking My manager that. makes grammatical errors in her email. I'm just like, what the? F- what is she talking about? It doesn't even <laughs> flow right. <laughs> it's like reading a Facebook status. There's no punctuation. There's no yeah. end to any sentence. Yeah. I've had that before where people who report to me would write an email to me and not use a punctuation, a comma, anything. I, it was a I paragraph sentence. That. Yeah. I hate that. I remember those. Yeah. And I'm terrible at grammar, and I'd go through and critique it. That's terrible. If Corey can critique <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, that's pretty it was rough. Corey's peer, too. So Corey's like, is, is he retarded or something? Every time he wrote one, what is this? It doesn't even make sense. <laughs> it's just a bunch of letters. It's just a big jumble of letters in a paragraph form. <laughs> it's an anagram for something. you got to figure it out. i got to figure out the code. I'm going to be gone yeah. for six hours, Jack. Don't look for me. <laughs> Crack the email code. And then we get a response back. Great idea. What the? What, are you serious? <laughs> Do you have a cipher? Yeah, yeah that's yeah. it. You what need a cipher. To no, the they code. just speak on the same stupid wavelength. That's what. Uh. That same person also. Last year we were. It was during a rainstorm, and when we have a rainstorm, there's heavy foot traffic because it was on a Sunday too. Because everybody was out before back to school. Season. Yeah, and it never Bye. rains in New Jersey. When it does, people panic like crazy. Yeah, yeah it's like, oh my god, just, there's water from the sky. Yeah, what 
is water's me? falling from the sky. <laughs> what do we do? Buy bottled water and ice cream so we can survive at home. But Give me a break. There's so much foot traffic, and there's water all over the floor. So this person who was uh, the junior supervisor in my department messages the store manager and says, we got to do something about this water on the floor. It's everywhere. And I think people are going to slip. And I'm like, and she looks at me like, is he for real? Like he's like, <laughs> and I go on the walkie, just get paper towels and some wet floor signs and take care of it. Are you sure that's going to do it? <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's going to do it. Let's get a full body suit of sponge and just roll yeah, it on exactly. the floor. You should roll on the floor and absorb it in your clothes. Build a monorail that stops at the front of every aisle. Yeah, this is the. This is also the guy that, that licked bleach and had to go home. <laughs> what? What? Yeah. Wait. Is this this is a this is a store manager or no, a department this is a supervisor? Depar- this is a person I supervised. It was Corey's peer. Oh, okay. One day at work, he's put it, he's bagging items. Now he had a couple. He had a track record of doing stupid, stupid shit, stupid things. Like there was rain one time, and he didn't want to be on register, so he made up an excuse. There's a hole in my apartment. I have to go home and patch it up. Give me a fucking break. <laughs> yes. Oh, but this day... Did they let him go home? Yes. Oh, for fuck's <laughs> yep. sake. And they really? Him, the time he licked bleach, he was on the register. I told him, look, you have to go on register. We're really busy. I need another person. Please go on. He's licking his thing, like his thumb to, to loosen the bags because we have those plastic bags that just stick to one another and you can't get them out. Yeah. There was like a little drop of bleach or something. Supposedly, there was a little drop of bleach, and he licked oh, no. his finger. He, he cleaned up. A, uh, he helped clean up a spill of bleach. Oh wow! And Those forgot suck. to wash and he his hands. hands. How the f- and then How he the f- licked. And then he licked his thumb. And then he said he had to go to the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> and he, he left. He called the alert station. He's like, "What do I do?" Oh my god! <laughs> Drink more of it. Put please. your head between your knees and kiss your ass goodbye. That's what you do. Oh, oh! People yeah. are fucking dumb. It's it's tough, man. It's tough yeah. having to be in charge of people. He walked in, quit one day, and left me to work a fifteen and a half hour day. Ugh. That was the best day ever. Yeah. Well, that was worth it to get rid of him. Come well, then on. the then the whole possum thing happened immediately after that, and that was just terrible. That was the day we went out for your birthday. <laughs> yes, I remember. It was a good day for us, but not so much for Corey. Yeah. Yeah, didn't I switch with you, you bastard? Yeah. I'm like, hey, can I go to Chris? Um, do you mind working you, Friday in the morning? You cock. Yeah. yeah. Chris and I are hanging I'll out all day. I'll take your Tuesday if you work my Friday so I can go out with Chris and Ryan. They're like, yeah, sure. What could happen? What could possibly what go could wrong? What could possibly happen? Yeah. I work a 15-hour day and there's three possums living behind my bed. That's great. Yeah. That was a great day. That was a really good day. That, was, that day was awesome possum, <laughs> if I've ever heard of it. Well, Chris had a good birthday. I don't know if you had, had a, a good great birthday, birthday. but yeah, I didn't have a good My birthday, birthday wasn't good for you. My birthday was great for me. The worst part of being a supervisor where I am is to deal with the people above me who do nothing but kiss the ass of people who either make the smallest complaints or just want to have it their way. It's like, oh, oh we yeah, have, we have to make I sure that, that this yeah. is, this yeah. is, I we have to make, sure have to make a, a presentable place to them. Just do it. Make it welcome for them. And in ways, I agree with that. But not to the point where I'm going to go back to where a cashier was berated in another situation this girl didn't smile at me or say hi when she went up to register and didn't wish me a good night. What was that about? I don't know. She's kind of, and I defend her. I'm like, well, she's a little quiet. She might have had a bad day. A bad day? What do you mean a bad day? Well, I can kind of, and I, said, I didn't say this out loud. I'm like, well, I can kind of see why she would be having a bad day if she had to deal with you. I'm like, look, I apologize. Maybe she had a bad day. Maybe she's just not talkative. I get pulled aside five minutes later because she wanted to talk to the store supervisor at the time. She said, well, she was really mad at the cashier, but she's really mad at you for saying that you had a bad day. You need to make sure that you're making a presentable situation for them, okay? 
And then I got talked to by another supervisor two days ago. I was like, it's officially documented that I spoke to you about this. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this is That's real, so like this, fucking I, I sat ridiculous. there like this is a real thing, right? At that point, <laughs> I would have been like, dude, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't sign it, did you? No. Good. No, there was no paperwork for... Oh, there was like, no I have, pa- oh. have to officially document this as soon as I'm done. I'm like, you're Yeah, whatever. Kidding. I would have just said, yeah, sure, and then walked away. Do what away. you did, Chris. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, down. sure. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's a- I, I wouldn't have just walked away. <laughs> I would have like, made what? a scene and then <laughs> laughed. <laughs> That's so stupid. See, I, I can't stand managers who kiss customers' asses yeah. no matter what. That's what really gets on my nerves. Because, like, look, you weren't here for the last five minutes when they were complaining to the cashier or to me or to the... I mean, sometimes I went over because... A lot of customers, at least in my experience, assume that whoever's in charge is a male. And there was one store I was working in in, when I was living in California where I was the only male supervisor. So if one of the ladies went over, I would sometimes go over. Even though I was their peer, I would go over claiming to be their boss because people are like, I want to speak. And anytime anyone referred to the store manager, not knowing who the store manager was, they would just say, when's he in? When is he here? People just assume store managers are men. Yes. So I said, well, why don't you go over, and if they want to speak to your boss, I'll come over. Because ma- people make that assumption. It was based on nothing, and the, the women I work with took no offense to it because they understood that that's how Sometimes, a lot of people yeah. think. So there were plenty of times I went over there as the boss and then was just like, nope, I'm sorry, they are absolutely correct and all that. Because you don't want to call up the manager who's just going to give in, or worse, can you come up to the service desk, and then they just call you. What is it? And then you oh, have to explain over the phone. That. Just give it to them. No. No, what don't you understand about the fact that we need to follow this? And I'm not giving into a person. Actually, that happened to me once. There was a, I'm going to call him as I see him, a trashy couple who came in. And this woman had baby clothes. And she she didn't have a receipt. We didn't carry them. Maybe we carried them previously. I don't know. But I couldn't do a return for her. And she was like pitching a fit. I was like, well, I I can't. You know, like, I want to speak to somebody. Is there somebody else here? I mean, she... She didn't have a southern accent. Forgive me. I'm just—it's just the female voice I pulled out. But, and I'm not saying southern people are trashy, so I'm, I apologize. But they're stepping in. I will. Yeah, I know. Let me dig myself out of this hole. Uh, so I called the manager, and I'm sure she could tell by my tone I meant no. You get up here because she was one of those managers that said just give it to him, just give it to him. She just didn't want to have to confront anybody. Um, as much as I liked her, she did not want to have to confront anybody, which annoyed me because I had to do it on a as Jack can appreciate, like a half-hourly basis. <laughs> yes. But anyway, uh, she comes up and says the same thing. Like, I can't do this return. I need a receipt. Or we're not carrying this item anymore. Whatever the hell the situation was. And the woman's, like, like demanding an apology from me. And I was like, I'm not apologizing. I haven't done anything wrong. The reason you're unable to return this has nothing to do with me. It's not me who's doing it. Well, he's da 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 this or that. And then the guy started, don't you disrespect my wife. He did have a southern accent, incidentally. <laughs> don't disrespect my wife, da 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 all that. And I'm like, motherfucker. I didn't say that. But like, <laughs> who's being disrespectful who? She's yelling at me about how she wants an apology. And then the manager who, who was there, like, was like, just apologize, just apologize. Just kind of saying to me, kind of like quietly. And I was like, okay, I'm sorry. Fully didn't mean it. Just said it to shut up and get these fucking people out of the store. Okay, I'm sorry. She's like, no, I'm sorry. And I was like, I'm not repeating after you. This isn't a fucking oath. It, like, I'm not going to repeat what you're saying to just to put you on some high horse. Fuck that. And I walked away. And I left my manager to deal with it. I was like, I'm not dealing with fucking lunatics. No. I hate that when your supervisor actually... I had one situation where somebody asked me, who was above me, asked me, 
So what do you do in this situation? Like, oh, asking, all the time. Are you asking me because you don't know, or is this like a test? All like, the time. What, what, what's happening What here? do we do? I've had that happen. I always assume they don't know what to do. <laughs> yeah. I've had that when the custom, in front of the customer. What's our policy on that? When your manager turns to you, what's our policy on that? And then the customer's like, huh? Hey, you wanted to speak to them. <laughs> you wanted to speak to my boss. <laughs> I already told you what the policy is. I had one argument where a cashier or a service desk attendant had to not restrain me, but I was getting to the point where I was getting frustrated because I was going around in circles with this woman. And I told her, you can't return this item because you have a gift receipt. And on a gift receipt, it typically doesn't list the item number or something was missing. Like, I need the item number. No, I'm sorry. The clothes that she was returning had no item numbers in them and there were no item numbers on the receipt. So I'm like, I don't. So we had nothing to go off. Yeah, I'm like, I can't yeah. return this with this. Well, yes, you can. No, I can't. It was like this for five minutes. I'm like, look, miss, I understand. But I'm telling you right now, if it's a receipt, though. It's not a valid receipt because you have no numbers and there's no numbers in the shirt. Well, that's not my problem. And this kept going on for minutes. The cashier actually told me it's okay. And she said, I'm not stupid. I have a high IQ. And I just walked away. I'm like, you know what? I'm not dealing with this anymore. <laughs> oh, I got insulted that way, yeah. too, actually, with, with the, a customer who was returning a Bratz doll. Um, actually, a British woman, but whatever. This is in California as well. Not, not. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm not trying to single people well, out, like racist. avoid British and Southern customers. Um, it's just the woman had. It was a very. She had a very kind of hoity-toity attitude anyway, and the accent just didn't help. Um, but she, uh, she was returning a Bratz doll, which obviously immediately makes her high class. For whatever reason, same thing. Couldn't return it. I remember the circumstance. It's like five years ago, and. Uh, she was insulting, like, well, obviously, she's like, well, this person's a cashier making $7 an hour. They're obviously not qualified to, to, to take care of customers and all that stuff. I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You don't insult someone who works here just because you you can't return something you bought. Like, that's not, that totally no, doesn't work. Yeah, it's way. not their fault. It's not your fault. And it's like, well, you obviously don't know better, and that's why you're working here and making $7. I mean, which, obviously, I wasn't making $7 an hour, but you're just working a cashier job. And blah, blah, blah. I'm like, don't you, don't insult me. And I even said that to her. I was like, "Don't you insult me? Why don't you?" I like, and I was like, "Get out of here!" <laughs> Somebody... I finally, I did. I told her to leave. Get out of here! I'm just like, forget. Yeah, I was like, if we're, so, I was like, well, if you don't like us so much, why don't you leave? I've had to tell people that before. Like, well, why, you can leave if you're going to yell at me. Totally. Call, call my cashier. You. I don't get. Yeah, no, your cashier's a fucking idiot. Like, you don't have to curse, and you can leave if you're going to talk like that. Yeah, I have a well, story about that. Oh, do you? It's Let's really hear it. Good. <laughs> it was someone else. One of the other managers was dealing with this one customer. She had returned something. It was a pair of socks. It was like a package of $6 socks. And she got a gift card for like store credit for the socks. And when she went to go to pay for her merchandise, she misplaced the, the gift card somewhere. So she comes over here and she's like, she's bitching and complaining to this other manager. And this manager is getting really, really, really mad. So I'm there too. And I have haven't been dealing with her, so I have no problem taking over if she's getting so mad that she wants to walk away. I'll take over for her, and I try to help her. So what we have to do, because she didn't want her receipt. We tried to hand her a receipt, and she's like, I don't want that. So if she had a receipt, we could just we could void it, redo it over again, give her the $5, $6, whatever. So we're trying to actually find the receipt now. And I have the, the, the I have the socks sitting in, next, in front of the register, in front of the cash register, and there's a counter between us. So I'm looking actually physically through the trash for her receipt, which I can't find. Now, at this point, she's getting so frustrated. She she reaches over, she leans, like crawls over the counter and tries to just grab the socks so she can just leave. And I snatch it out of her hands. No, you don't do that. 
And she started complaining. How dare you snatch something from my hands? I'm the customer. I do. I, you don't do that ever. How dare you do that? And I'm completely unfazed by this. Mm. I, condition, I just mm. put it back and I said, don't do that. Don't ever reach over in front of the register like that. And I continued looking for her receipt. And because I'm completely unfazed by her her threats of I would snatch something from her hand, she changed her story in the middle of it. Now, granted, my store manager is standing there watching this whole thing, not helping. And so is security. <laughs> There's a shock. Not helping. <laughs> Knowing the people this. you're talking about. I'm, I'm looking over. I'm expecting popcorn in their hands. I'm like, oh. <laughs> well, if they're not going to do anything, I'm pretty sure I can say what I want. So... <laughs> She changes her story to, you slapped me. How dare you slap me? Oh, and I went, ma'am, I did not slap you. I took the socks out of your hand because you're not allowed to touch them. How dare you slap me? And I'm like, all right, I'm continuing looking. I'm just ignoring her at this point. And then it, there's one thing that finally just broke the camel's back here. It was the <laughs> final straw. She looked over at me and said, she's like almost on the verge of tears at this point. She says, you're just like my husband. I have to get a restraining order against him. I'm going to have to get a restraining order against you, too. And I said, you can leave. Get out now. And I threw the socks at her. I threw the socks at her and said, you can leave now. And then she, she walked like five steps, turned around and said, no, out. And she left. I was so mad. I've never actually, I mean, get out of here. I've never actually was that forceful telling someone they cannot oh be in the store anymore. I kicked them out. So I kicked her out so quick. We need a get out of here button. In the place yeah. Where get a little out. ejection thing just get out shoots them through the roof. A trap door. Oh, wow, Corey. I don't, I don't think anybody can top that. No. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds terrible, but that's hilarious. My next story, though, is, it pales in comparison to that. Well, don't even bother. No, I'm going. This is Chris. <laughs> Jack. Dan, do you want to hear Jack's story? Because I don't give a shit. Sure. Okay. <laughs> Only because he says so. All right. Go ahead. Thanks, Dan. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're talking about incompetent employees. Sometimes there's a situation where there's you have to deal with some of these people because they really, truly are incompetent. And unfortunately, you find this out if they work a cash register. <laughs> yeah. We're not, yeah, we're not trying to be biased towards customers, folks. We're just talking about dealing with idiots in general. Yeah. Like, there have been more than enough. We could probably do a whole hour on just dealing with <laughs> dumb and incompetent employees. I had, uh. I had, well, there's two stories. Well, one person actually a couple of weeks back was ringing somebody up for some items, and apparently this person's a known person who steals money. It, like, they've been documented in other stores, or they've been caught stealing things. She reaches into the cashier's register because she her total bill was like uh, $200 and something. But she reaches into the cashier's register because she didn't get the right change back. Now, in any store, any person who has common sense, if somebody reaches their hand yeah, into the no. drawer, you shut the fucking drawer. You do not let somebody I, reach yep, into I, your till. I had somebody like, no, my, I had it happen to me before. And I, I grabbed the guy's hand I'm like, don't go yeah. any further than this, buddy. And he's like, all right, I'm sorry. This person reached into the girl's cash register and said that she wanted a specific amount of change back. She grabbed it from the hundreds and fifties. She said, no, I want oh, this back. Jesus. And this, this is the kind I want back. And the girl just stood there like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but the person rolled, uh, was able to roll hundreds and fifties down their palm sleeve. Yeah, yeah, down their sleeve. Lost over $1,500 oh. worth of cash. 
I had oh. supervisors of the store come to me, Jack, do you want to see the video? It's painful. I'm like, oh, God. Like, oh. You gotta Wait, be I didn't this, get to see this? And this no. person got fired, right? No. No. Are you fucking with me? No, they got told that, like, damn it, say, better this not do it again. <laughs> oh, dude, that's ridiculous. But there's another story that's similar to how stupid this is, where we couldn't just fire them. <laughs> I had a person... A kid who was unregistered for years and would call me over for the simplest things like, I don't know if this coupon will scan. Did you scan it? No. We'll scan it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Literally every And this day. kid worked for me, too, and should never have been hired in the first place because just didn't get He was it. hired because they thought, oh, he was a nice kid. He was a nice kid. Yeah, I remember, because I found out who hired him, and I, I was like, you've got to be joking. <laughs> You're kidding me, right? I don't, it doesn't matter if they're nice. He doesn't get what a cashier does. He couldn't. Oh, holy he shit! Couldn't do anything. But I will let you, I didn't deal with the situation, so I will let you talk right. about it, Jack. But I know exactly who. you're Well, talking about. there was two situations within well within a, a specific time frame. There was a fifty dollar mattress that or something. It was fifty nine ninety nine, and the person said they saw a sign. Oh, it's supposed to be forty nine ninety nine. We do the normal thing. Call the department. The old sign was up. Change it to fifty dollars even. Kid changes it to fifty cents, <laughs> and the supervisor, who wasn't me at the time, the dumbass who mentioned before, who dragged Clorox, and who Corey had to do a double for when the when he walked out, approved it. Put his supervisor key in into the register. Right. Put in his his ID. Fifty cents. Fifty cents. Now two days later, somebody comes in and buys seventeen hundred dollars worth of merchandise, anything in the store, food. Bedding, movies, a shitload of stuff. Pretty much seventeen hundred dollars. That's and a anyway, ton of stuff. He hands the cashier, this kid, all this money, like I guess two thousand dollars in hundred dollar bills, and the kid is not paying attention. He's just as he rings him up, he's talking to somebody, one of the kids in a line about what he would normally talk about, wrestling and all that wrestling other kid and, stuff. Yeah, and Jack. he would just talk <laughs> and wasn't paying attention. This guy hands him money, and you can see on the video, he's counting it, and he, he's like just like just really counting it. And then he, you can tell at some Yo. point in the video, he loses count. So he puts <laughs> it into the register, the and then the guy's like, no, you gave me the wrong change. He goes back. He said, no, 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 you still gave me the wrong change. Calls the dumb supervisor over and gets him more money from the register. So the kid's trying to figure out how much change he's supposed to give back. I'm sorry. He actually gave him $3,000. What? It, For $1,700? What denomination of... Oh, hold on. Um, no, well, anyway, it was a higher <laughs> <out of> <laughs> It was Regardless, it Jack, was... Jack, you're fired. It was, uh, any, oh, I'm not fired. Um, he, oh, I'm sorry. Well, we'll give you a talk about this. I officially him, have to document you for not being able to tell a good story, Jack. It was over a year ago. Anyway, he gives back... He's trying to figure out... And this video goes on for 10, 15 minutes of just trying to count money out. And with the dumb supervisor there who walks off again to deal with something else, you see him finally give change. So this was the final result. Get ready for this, Dan, because you're going to love it. He gave back. He did give back. I'm sorry, I got my numbers mixed up before. He gave back $3,000 with all the extra money he gave him. So pretty much all the money he got back plus the $1,700. What? How is that possible? Locked out of the store. How is that possible? I don't know. How? I don't know. But the supervisor, the one part that I know from when Jack told me the story was because he didn't have $3,000 in his drawer, this dumbass supervisor had to get an advance for the till to give back extra money. Oh, my God. 
what in what fucking world and do, and does and somebody give you cash and you don't have from that cash you don't have enough money to give them change because uh, you would uh, think the value of the merchandise is more than the amount of change they're getting back and, but no and they were never fired yeah and this person they, they were put on this cashier the, the final notice of like you do it again you're you're fired yeah same and, cashier yeah, but how away. often does that happen no well here's the thing <laughs> exactly. they said to me because the incident with the 50 cent mattress was oh he should have been put on a specific kind of formal formal documentation oh, I hate and that. this That's that could have been tape. the final notice and then you could have fired him for this one but you put him under a regular I'm like I was told to put him documented on a regular notice first of all it's like the only notice I know knew about was just the normal write up they said oh, just write him up for it he changed it to fifty cents make sure he doesn't do it again so I went with my instinct I'm like, okay I'm just gonna put him on the regular notice. Of when you screw up, this is what you go on. Not the final notice. Had they told me, put him on final notice for that, and then fire his ass for the other thing, I would have been, okay, great. But you didn't tell me that. Uh, oh, that's awful. Because so, for some sort of legal issue, you have to make sure you get the right documentation. Like, he gave away yeah, 47 You shouldn't even need documentation for that. You're giving $1,700 of merchandise away. video proof. He's an idiot. $3,000 in cash. You can't. Fix a person who's that stupid with paperwork. <laughs> you can't do it. You can absolutely not correct. A person like that needs to be put to sleep. I'm sorry. And then nine months later, because he lasted nine months surprisingly after this day. Uh, yeah. After those two incidents, he, he was able to do another nine with months. With another person who rank up $130 worth of merchandise, he forgot to press total, and they walked out of the store with $130 of merchandise without paying. Oh, my God. Yeah. That was How the last straw. Clueless. Just the wrong per- and the fact that the person was even there that long, I was shocked by in in the first place. Five years. That's stu- yeah. How the fuck does somebody last that long? How do they fly under the radar? And of the things that were documented, who the hell knows how much stuff went you, undetected? You documented him. You sat I, him down and said, "You better clean." Up. You yeah, I I did that. Well, that's one of the things I did prior to leaving. I think like a month before I left, before before I even had plans to leave, I sat down with another supervisor for the sake of covering my ass to talk to this person. Like, look, you need to do this you need to stop doing this like just like a laundry list of things and documenting it and sat down with another supervisor one to cover my ass two because i wanted to make sure that if i wasn't getting through this person somebody else could hopefully repeat it in a way that he can understand but i'm sorry a person like that they're you're doing them a favor they're not meant to be a cashier if they get fired good maybe no one will look at it that way but a person like that they clearly can't do the job they need to go. And his response is for each time you can vouch for this too. Okay. 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 I have a story also. With something that made me very happy. We have people in our store occasionally and we call them coupon people. Oh. And they bring in massive amounts of coupons for items that they don't actually have. And they try <laughs> to find cashiers who are new oh, yeah. or somebody who's really susceptible to being tricked and they'll try to get one over on them oh, and yeah. try to get pretty much pay nothing and get three hundred dollars yeah, it, it could be it could be like they'll have there, there's some people who try to submit coupons that are just for items that they don't have at all and then there are people who it'll be like two dollars off a, a gallon container of orange juice but then they'll get like a dollar 49 like single like 16 ounce bottle 
of the same brand and try and pass it off. So not only are they getting that free, but they're basically getting 50 cents off their total as well. Right. Which, and do that for multiple items in a transaction, right. or like a little six-ounce cup of yogurt, but the coupon's for a dollar off, like a little tub of it. I could just picture so this. try and get stuff for free. Anyway, there's this one particular guy that I can't stand. He came to me when I first started, and I just... I. I'm not dumb, so I pretty much looked at every single one of his coupons and questioned every singy, every single thing he had, and he complained every time because he would read the first line of the coupon and say, "Okay, this one says save five dollars on a Febreze starter pack. That's usually fifteen, twenty dollars, but he'd buy a single bottle of Febreze that's two ninety nine." And say, what are you talking about? It says Febreze right on the top. Save five bucks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm like, are you kidding oh. me? No. He was most notorious with the Crest stuff, too. You like, need to read the entire yeah. thing. Five dollars so, off white strips, but then they're buying a two dollar I mean, tube of toothpaste. This, <laughs> yeah. this same guy was he was told a few times not to come back to our store. He he would also return like three quarter eaten bags of chips. <laughs> <laughs> he bought he didn't no like no them. bullshit, and I would I wouldn't even go up to talk to him and be like you no I would t- call my boss you go deny this because I I will I will this guy will call corporate on me if I deal with it I am not yeah. refunding he somebody back one time nine bottles of Turkey Hill iced tea of nine bottles each of them had a half of iced tea left he in drank half of, yeah. half of all they nine good. bottles I didn't like them. But you drank yeah. nine of them. Yeah. yeah. Well, lately, you, you, we don't guarantee you're going to like what you buy. You like, take your chances like everyone else, Two times ago, he was here. He returned nine little bundles of, of blueberries, which I don't understand. They were full, <laughs> so I don't know where the hell he was doing with them. But he returned them all. But he's got this new thing. And the first time he came in, it irritated me because I just didn't, I didn't do anything quick enough. So I couldn't say anything about it. But every coupon he has looks like they're photocopied. It looks like he's just photocopying coupons. So he has massive amounts of the same exact coupon. Because all the coupons he has have no expiration date. They're all manufacturer coupons that have no expiration date for, say, a free item. Two times ago he comes in. He's bringing stuff up. And I'm like, I hate this guy so much. I called the cashier up and told them, hey, this guy's coming to your line. Make sure you check every single one of his coupons. If you have a problem, call me over. I prep her before he comes in. Yeah, he gets to I the would line. do that. I would warn and cashiers for those. So people. he comes up, and then she finally calls me over after a little bit, and she has certain ones she's accepted, certain ones she hasn't. And I'm looking at it, and I'm like, all right, I hate this guy so much. I'm looking at and he pulls up one, and she's <laughs> scanning one. I'm like, hey, let me see that one. And look it up, and it says, must have foil seal on it to approve. There's no foil seal. It's just photocopied. And I said, sir, I can't accept this. There's no foil seal. That came from the internet. No, it didn't. It has to have a foil seal. <laughs> Printers don't print foil seals. <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah, I know it's fake. I know it's fake. But I mean, but it's so it, it came from the internet. What are you talking about? That's exactly what he said to me. Here, have some chips. He said. <laughs> <laughs> so at this point, I'm like, I'm sorry, sir. I'm I can't, about to get I my money back anyway. <laughs> I'm like, I'm sorry, sir. I cannot Want some accept iced tea this. With that? <laughs> I'll just pull up my... He's trying to bribe Corey with food. He's like, come on, you like to eat? Have some chips and take my coupon. I thought he might have done it at some point. But he... uh, Don't eat the coupon! I hate you, Dan. I I just have your foil on it. It's pretty good without the foil. Take the foil off first. Thanks, sir. Not putting the foil on this one. Delicious. Forgot to take the foil off my Klondike bar the other day, and I'm not making that mistake twice. So he's upset because I won't accept these three coupons. And by this time, I'm lo- I looked at like one of the other ones, and I finally looked at him and said, "I'm sorry, I'm not accepting any of these." And I handed it back to him. He's like, "What are you talking about?" I said, "Sir, they all look photocopied. I'm not taking any of them." 
what are you talking about? That's ridiculous. And I said, and I looked at the cashier and I said, hey, any of the ones you just scanned, void those off too, because I'm not taking any of them whatsoever. And awesome. he's like, he's like flabbergasted at this point. Awesome. He's staring at me like furious, but he won't call a manager. He doesn't want my manager. Yeah, because he because he knows the managers know him and know that he pulls this. The stuff. story gets better. Oh, so does this it? time he leaves all his stuff and he leaves. He actually left all the coupons he had already scanned in the drawer, so I can bundle them all up and send them off yeah, to security. He knows bullshit, yeah. But it, I mean, granted, technically we can't do anything about it because it's not illegal what he's doing. Well, it, you can't get arrested. It's, for it's it. a gray area. The store's not taking a loss because if the manu- if you're submitting those coupons to the manufacturer, and this is how it was explained right. to me back when then they're ultimately the ones who would have to pursue something because they're the ones losing money. Right. So It's not just, store coupons, so the company's not taking a loss. We're but just still, preventing. Right. Corporations who own these brands and products are still losing money from people using coupons right, right. that they don't apply to. So and Last week, I just come in for a shift, and two of the other managers are standing with this one cashier. I walk over, and they're like, Corey, come over here. I want to ask you a question. And I'm looking at it. And uh, the manager, <laughs> the manager pulls me over to the side and says, "Oh, he's sitting over in the corner by the door." And I'm like, "Okay." And That's I'm looking eerie. over. This, this is his wife now dealing with this, and she's trying to do the same thing. Oh, get and out so, of here! He has a wife. He has a wife. Holy so shit! So his wife's now he trying to buy everything coupon. while he's hiding in the while <laughs> mail order bride with a coupon. He's hiding in the corner, and uh, so he's they're like, they're promo like, "Should, should we use online? this one? Should we use this coupon?" And they're like deliberating over every coupon. I look over and say, "Don't accept any of them." <laughs> <laughs> and she's awesome. like, what are you talking about? That's ridiculous. And I'm like, oh, no, I'm sorry. They're all photocopied. I, I've Your had this issue before. Ridiculous. And she's like, I'm like, take all the rest of them up. <laughs> what? How dare you take all the coupons <laughs> up? Okay. And walks out. <laughs> and then you see him like huddle around the corner. And then I see them both outside walking the parking lot. And she throws them at him. And, and it was great. It was That's hilarious. Best feeling ever. That is awesome. crime. It's ridiculous. I hate those people, though. I mean, I know the specific person you're talking about, but they're everywhere. I dealt with them in California as well. So, unfortunately, there are people who think, because it's something where the company who ultimately is is reimbursing the store, they're not seeing a face, and they're not looking into this. They're probably just accepting coupons and reimbursing the store. It's awful. It, it is. People shouldn't be getting away with that. But we can easily go on for another hour about all the, all the fun tales, and uh, maybe we will again in the future. Hopefully, uh, you all share some of our frustrations, and uh, you could you could pitch us a couple stories of your own if you have them. Feel free We'd to love to hear them. We would love yes. to hear them. You can email in. Uh, and by the way, if you're on the website, click on the link to take you over to iTunes. Give us a five star rating, write a review. A few have already popped up on there, which is very cool. And uh, don't forget to check out YouTube. Every two weeks, as of right now, every other Saturday has a new video. And Running Muck in Boston is lighting up the internet in its own ways. <laughs> if you haven't watched it yet, watch it. It's all seven of us up in Boston for a photo shoot, and it's a nice, hilarious 45-minute documentary. Dan's not in it, but he still enjoyed it. Get out of here! <laughs> Read a blog! My personal soapbox on Thursdays. Reader, don't forget, we have blogs every week. Shows every Friday. Um, shit. And shit. <laughs> doing shows and shit. <laughs> anyway, until next week, this is Chris. This is Fox. This is Corey. And this is Jack, and this has been the only podcast that matters. Get out of here!